We're rolling. <laughs> We're here. Back at it again. Back at it again. Here we are. Yep. Accompanied by. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Look who's back again. <laughs> I came back from Pluto. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Got a little spun out there. Mm. As I do. I did that this morning, too. <laughs> I'll break that down for you. Just give me a second. Let me just yeah. Talk. We're just going to settle in. <laughs> I'm going to put in one of my bad habits. This is a good habit. Damn, it's so fucking dope when that bong is clean like that. It's just pretty. Do you think we should put flavors in it? Like a little, we've done that before, we've, like we've made this mint mistake. drops. We've made this mistake. It was just like a little too spicy. It sounds like a good idea, but uh, it's not. Even one peppermint drop on that ice fucking freeze your damn lungs. Oh. I'm not trying to take over. I mean, I'm not just saying I will. <clears throat> so I woke up at 6.30, as I usually do these days. <laughs> wide awake. Not bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, but wide awake. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, go to the bathroom as you wake up, and the mirror annihilated me, as it does sometimes. Mm. And I just got stuck on a super obsessive, negative thought pattern about the limitations of existing in a body that I couldn't seem to get out of. Um, I want to blame partially the fact that I ate ice cream last night just to prove how much of a weak piece of shit I am. And that's all it takes for me to go all the way to fucking Hades. Um, but I really do think like I had that thought this morning, just like a little bit of guilt. And that's all it took for me to drop yeah. all the way down into the densest plains. Um, yeah, I drove home, ended up just like scream crying on the floor until I got it all out. And the only reason I came <laughs> back <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> to uh, do this with you guys really uh, was you guys. And it's good to have reasons outside of yourself to do things. You know what <laughs> oh I mean? Man. Some accountability. Uh, some accountability. Some accountability. Um, also, just because it, you know, it got me to force myself to get into this new perspective on what was happening today anyways. And to sit into the vulnerability of it instead of the resentment of it, which is really yeah. where I was ruminating, mm -hmm. you know. It's good we sleep late so we don't get the, like, fuck you attitude. And we wake up and you're like, I'm over it. I hated you guys this morning. Now I don't hate you. Yeah, so I fell in love with myself. I fell back in love with myself. <laughs> I fell in love with you guys. I fell back in love with you. Holy shit. <laughs> it's yeah. a wild ride from your end. It's yeah. a wild ride from my end. We were talking about doing this last night, and I was like, we'll see if that happens. We'll see. This is a... Yeah. Well, the reality of it, too, is that, like, all, all it took was me not feeling presentational. And it makes yeah. me seem really vain. Um, and I don't want to spend time going into like the astrology of like why I feel obligated to value myself in a certain presentational way. Why not? Um, that's a dope topic. Okay. I, I love maybe it. Maybe I will. Um, cause people might be able to relate with that. Well, well what I was going to say is the reason that I wanted to show up in my dirty, raw, dark self is cause the reality is my non-presentational self is really what's more helpful to people probably than my presentational self anyways. Right. Yeah. And that's the other thing that got me to come over today. Because um, nothing is ever how I want it to be is also the reality of like the idea of the presentational self, right? I'm always in editing mode. It's never good enough. Um, so that loop never ends. So I did want to break the cycle today and come here and just be a outright loud, you know, <laughs> spooky. We love you as you are. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's without yeah. a doubt. Um, We're learning that for sure. I'm like, damn, girl. God damn. 
I can't believe you're. I can't believe we're doing this right now. The old me would have been like, "Fuck that, off limits now. No more podcasting together." You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to just not be that way. I don't want to be that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I exist. We exist in a culture that um, is highly Saturnian in its value systems, right? And yeah. so, people like me that are very mercurial and that change their mind and are flaky and that uh, like move on from things and that aren't necessarily steadfast, like. Definitely, like, those are all, like, very demonized qualities in our society, not just in, like, jobs and working for corporate America, but, like, relationships. And it's understandable because totally. people want to feel safe and everybody's run out of fear. And so, um, I understand, like, I, I understand my existence makes people uncomfortable on a lot of different <laughs> levels. I'm totally clear on that. Um. <laughs> I like dancing with it, though, because, like, when yeah. you take a torch to things, I like being like, yeah, you go, girl. <laughs> Burn it all down, even if it's me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I kind of, like, I, like... I want you to do you, and I don't think it really matters what I think about it. Yeah, same here. It's made me a better person, actually, because I care so much about you, and there was some fucking shit going down that I'm like, good, I just want to fucking show up there and like grab you and be like, come on, stop it. You know what I mean? And it's just, that doesn't play with you. It doesn't really work. You know, Maybe it could. I don't know. But uh, it's frustrating, so then you become a guru amongst many other things in my life. yeah yeah and i try and not be you know i try and be very i don't want to say like i don't want to hide parts of myself but i do try and be pretty private with most people i know because it's just like people don't need to know people don't need to hear about it Mm -hmm. um and i think most of the time i'm really good about feeling empowered by my own limitations which is really like where we're all exalted right um there just is like some part of me also that has all of this resentment about limitations and what it is to exist in them at the same time mm. as knowing like that's all we're doing here is exploring what it is to have limitations. Yeah. And yeah. I got caught up in moments where like the idea of limitations themselves are so frustrating that I don't want to exist in them anymore. And it really like, it's like, I think that I don't have anything to prove to myself anymore. And that's where I get resentful about just existing in general. It's like, I don't want to do this for other people. Like yeah. I don't want to have to exist in a body for other people. Mm. And yet that's like, basically the only thing that's kept me existing in a body for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause it's not enough. Cause, cause I doesn't feel like I have uh, stories to prove to myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like I'm just um, non consensually playing out these desires of a pattern that I'm supposed to have chosen that sometimes feel like I have, I didn't choose. You know? Yeah. I, uh- that's part of this game. It's part of this game. And I, my aversion to astrology most of my life, because I got into it young, like I knew about it. And I think I started like reading things here and there. And you guys know I pick stuff up quicker than I want to. Um, but I'd always really push at arm's length, mainly because my chart specifically is like pretty doomsday. Oh, really? And especially to a young, I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Problems with relationships. Fuck you. I'll show you <laughs> whatever is going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm good at everything. And, and of course, like my natural contrarian, like prove to you nature, it made me feel like I need to prove that these things aren't true. That yeah. these limiting beliefs that you say about me aren't true. <laughs> um, we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> uh, so it, we're not only trapped in our body, we're trapped in like our astrology like there's a well, lot I think of your body is your astrology but yes 
And so that's what I think. Sometimes you read me something that's good about me and I get so excited, but I'm like, what about the people who don't have this good thing in their chart? You know what I mean? Well, you can see when Mary reads someone's chart that doesn't have all the rainbows and butterflies like yours. I mean, that's most of the game of an astrologer. Like the rest of my life is restraint, 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 restraint. Yeah. not you knowing ha- is better most of the time. For you sure. still haven't told me the bad things about myself. And you started like uh, uh, like teasing it out because you're talking about someone else's astrology. And you were like, oh, and you have the same placement as them. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's complicated because bad is obviously like, uh, you know, subjective thing too. And um there's always high frequency expressions of hard angles. Uh, as I've said, like hard charts can be really beautiful. It doesn't mean they're going to be easy. I would ar- you know, argue against modern astrologers for that argument against hard angles. Um, but they can be beautiful and um, they're complex. And yeah, I mean, I've met people with similar charts that have totally different lives. You know, right. the way that things expresses themselves can be really quite different. I mean, the, our moon placements, the way that that's expressed itself within our lives has been so different because I've had quite one of the most literal expressions of moon in the 12th house, which your 12th house is the dissolution of ego, it's self-sabotage, it's imprisonment, it's institutions. And the fact that I was like literally locked up from my emotions, your mood is your emotions by my mother and your moon like represents your mother is like the most poetic expression of that. I haven't quite figured out how it's like presenting in y'all's lives other than the fact that like it brings an intense resonance between the three of us. Yeah. Yeah, Because we have that overlap. Because we have that overlap. Yeah, it's funny because you and I, would seem like opposite ends of a spectrum, but like we share the same rising and moon sign. Mm -hmm. And so there's like a lot about the way that we can operate, which actually makes us very compatible, which has been kind of fun to explore. Totally. Totally. Cause it's like a yin and yang thing with um, like some actual ground to stand on in different places. Yeah. Like you can have, you can express it differently, but as long as your values are the same, yeah, you know, wanting to like, I also want to burn it all down. How totally. I burn it all down looks a lot different than how you burn it all down. But like, I do want to start afresh and not like any solid ground. I'm like, all right, let's get free of that. Cause yeah. it's, it is a limitation. Totally. Yeah. You've uh, in a way reflected back to us like a, an extremer, more extreme version of, of how we are. That's probably yeah. why we're attracted to each other in a way. Like we have anywhere we've settled, we've built a cage around ourselves. Yeah. And then we're like, ah, fuck this. And, yeah. you know, whatever it may be, the way we swim upstream in whatever we do, even this podcast, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably uh, one of the pulls towards each other. There's a lot. And it's like, uh, I don't know, our thinking mind can sometimes get fucking really. I think that's that's the definition of getting spun out. It's like the thinking mind is just running wild. It's a fucking tornado. Everything's getting pulled into this tornado. It's a wild ride, man. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I think I've always, um, coming from a very masculine family, had a lot of pride in my willpower and the idea that like, you couldn't surpass a limitation. I didn't want to face that either. You yeah. Know? I want to be the girl that tells you you're limitless. I want to say you can do whatever. Yeah. And I think the more that I age, the more I sit into my own limitations and the reality of everybody else's. And um, <laughs> It sucks. Yeah, it's it's just like the game, mm. and you have to learn to it, love exploring what limitations are to enjoy the game at all, you know? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, you're exploring it from all the angles. I think eventually you'll settle in on one where it's just like, this is good. All this fucking crazy, <laughs> all this chaos is like, it is. I don't know. You've taught me that. You've yeah. Taught me that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember one person reading my chart saying, no matter how hard you try, extreme circumstances will find you. And that was very validating for me as a young person. Because I did feel, I mm -hmm. guess it's part of, like, part of a victim story I had. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, a lot of people like that are close to me have some similar issues. It just doesn't seem like in the outside world it's gone all the way. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. um, and part of my journey is embracing being the fool is embracing being the person that makes mistakes and does the thing. And so I continually try and not make decisions out of fear and know that like I am going to disappoint people and whatever, but that's like also part of my role. And that's been coming through a more holistic understanding that like good and bad is a subjective thing. And that a lot of times when people have been abrasive in my life, it's been really good. Right. Right. And that, um, like <laughs> having a, like ooey gooey cushy influence on everybody's life is like not always the the best thing um, yeah leave that for the castes of the world leave that for the castes of the world because <laughs> it, it, it because it's also just misery business trying to do it because it's not how i'm patterned you yeah. know it's like i'm trying to be somebody that i'm not and it makes me miserable because it feels like i'm failing yeah and that's really like why we get upset anyways and why it almost proves that there's a pattern that you come home to in general is because the fracturedness of your own self is what is causing you pain. Mm -hmm. um, and if you, there wasn't a singular self or a feeling that you were coming back to, there wouldn't be that feeling of upsetness or like disconnectedness, which I guess can express like, can be a feeling of disconnectedness to the things outside of you. But most of the time is obviously something from just like disconnected parts of you that you feel like can't line up. Um, and I don't know, maybe the moon in the 12th house stuff too is, something with our love of psychedelics and always like dissolving our ego and understanding what it is. Cause we all have that. Cause we all have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder that. So at this point, has this relationship been a net positive? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. <sighs> cool. Yeah. I think we're having like a lot of fun and that's why it's fun to even get on here. Cause you're like obviously such a big part of our life. So like for us to share this space is like allows us to, be more honest with who we are and what we're up to you know yeah yeah and i wanted to get on here and blame my saturn return for mm. you know <laughs> the horrific shame that is the ruins of my footsteps <laughs> we love seeing someone if i could their... just obfuscate the blame to the stars that'd be great no i mean i i, I uh... fucking i like that better than any fucking other bullshit that that makes sense to me we love seeing a motherfucker through their Saturn return. We were different people. You wouldn't have known me, you know. We wouldn't. We wouldn't have known each other in that. In when I was in that stage of my life. Yeah. 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 So, do we have multiple Saturn returns? Because yeah. if th we do, so you have one around like thirty, 30 and then sixty. Interesting. Mm. Y'all have one around ninety. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we're going to long, we're yeah. going to long life club. Long yeah, <laughs> that's why. That's why we can just slow it down. It's like you know, like one of the, the everyone always says, life is short, life is short, and it's like this, like yeah, get into it. You know, and Cass, I love when Cass always says, she's like, life is long, and it makes me treat people better because it's like <clears throat> it's become part of my practice of even 
being present. And I heard Ram Dass talking about this. He said it so well, something I've been thinking for so long. It's like, he didn't really put it like this, but the way I was thinking of it is if time's an illusion and I'm being present, I'm being present with our whole saga, you know, everything that happened before, everything that's going to happen. It actually helps me be a, a fucking more kind-hearted motherfucker in the moment. Yeah, you still want to get that last word in while you have the chance. You're like, I don't even know if I'll talk to them again, and I just mm. got to fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when I'm at my worst. <laughs> <laughs> or your best, because it's like, it is, it allow, it's, it's your own torch. We all have our own ways of torching things. When I'm going off, when I'm really on one, it doesn't feel like me. Yeah, that's a, it's that sounds like a cop out, but um, you know, this feels like me. That feels like uh, some other thing overtook me and is running crazy. And you know, the sooner someone points that out to me, the the, the better. You know, <laughs> like who the fuck is this? Dude? Well, it's like what Mary was talking about. It's like these moments of disconnection, isn't you? Yeah. You're actually whole. You're complete. You're connected. So when you get in the thinking mind that thinks you're separate, this individual thing that's as simple as like I ate too much ice cream last night or whatever judgment you're casting upon it. It's like it's a dark cloud of thought, but you are much more of an expansive person. Yeah. So it's like we just it's very fun to ride the waves together and watch other people ride the waves and allow them to watch you ride the waves and still show up and love you for it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's a very powerful form of, I think, relating and forgiving. And it's a practice like that's why relationship is like one of I think it's a karma. It's a it's a it's a yoga, you know, how we relate to each other and how we show up and how we forgive and how we understand and the compassion that we like <clears throat> extend to one another through it all. Right. And my Saturn return, of course, is in the seventh house of relationships, uh-huh. um, which is so like, yeah, if you look at my chart, like the first time I have a T square, first of all, which is like one of the hardest things you could possibly have in a chart. And. You look at it and like the greatest malefic of my chart because I'm bored at night is Saturn. He's in my seventh house relationships, which is basically like, it's like the hardest house to deal with a malefic in. And then because I'm bored at night, my moon is my sun and my moon is in the house of self-desolution. Um, so it's been great and easy and I love it. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I want to talk about Venus in the first house a little bit just because um, I think it's interesting that awareness doesn't really change desire and limitation and that okay so venus in the first house venus in my body beauty wants to express itself love wants to express itself through my body that's kind of been a narrative through dance through singing um and uh before i fucked up my face uh really valuing how i looked right and then when i fucked up my face having to like rewire what it was to express beauty to people and have it kind of be more disassociated from me and my body um and i've been aware that that's a desire of mine for a long time because like consciously I feel like if you ask me performing I'm like performing is such a silly thing I don't even know why I want to do it but knowing about the desire and knowing why I have the reason for the desire definitely doesn't change any of the like fire under it mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it's yeah. like still a thing that's demanding to like be expressed whether mm-hmm. I want to face it or not you know I can run as much as I can but the more I run the more fractured I become and the more upset I become um and when I get into those like I wake up on my face hurts and I'm like fuck and then I feel like I can't overcome the limitation because it feels like what life is asking me and how life is asking me to be valued by other people. I fucked up. And then I'm like totally trapped in this. Like I should like, why am I still in this body? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I ran out the story. I can't do the story that you're asking me to do. Um, 
And that, yeah, that's the one that's just like the escape hatch for me from that's heavy from this reality. Because I'm, you guys, I'm grounded, yeah. just not here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I just, I can't believe that you can't see past that story. That like it's you crazy, are right? beautiful, and that you. I don't think you fucked up your face. I think somehow you made it better, <laughs> or something made it better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, it was the smile this morning. Like I, I got up and I like tried to smile, and there's a stiffness when I wake up in the morning, and like couldn't quite. You know, it's just, it's so silly. It's so small and it seems so um, vain, but at the same time, like, it, yeah, no matter how aware of it I am, it doesn't really change the um, the kind of fuel that's underneath it. I mean, and but so it's, it's so difficult. You, you did have, like, you got in a really bad car accident and you fucking changed the way you, it changed the way you look to yourself. Cause like, we only know you since it. So I'm just like, the idea that you were more beautiful just seems yeah. ridiculous to me. Yeah. Cause I'm like, you're perfect. But then like, obviously you've lived a life where you're like, well, the symmetry I had before, like, you know what I mean? But people as they meet, you don't see that or think about that. Yeah. There's no like relativity to it or whatever. Um, so yeah. And then I think, you know, being, this is why having any sort of awareness or look at your chart is helpful is because when you have difficult things that you can't seem to escape as far as like ruminations, uh, even if you can't escape the pain of them, you can channel it. Right. And that's yeah. like the awareness of like, okay, this thing demands to be expressed. And we were, I was talking to a good friend of ours about this too. Like when you have transits in your chart, like there is no, um, yeah, there is no escape hatch from the transit that's happening. Yeah. It's going to happen, but there is a, infinite number of ways that it can be expressed what's what's an example um well let's talk about uranus in the sixth house um because that's what i was talking about to the friend that we have going through that transit um and uranus in the sixth house uranus is rebellion he's uh electricity he rules your nervous system he wants um things to change more than anything and so he makes them change often in a chaotic manner uh i have that natally in my sixth house of every day Cass has that natally in her sixth house of every day a lot of Re leo risings in our generation have that in their sixth house of every day um and that usually with somebody natally means they have a hard time with routine, yada, yada. But depending on the other dignities in the chart and the house placements, um, people can have a difficult time with these transits. Um, but they can be a high frequency or a low frequency. And I think even that is kind of a judgment in itself, but it could maybe spring up different um, body ailments or issues in people in a kind of darker, heavier way if that energy isn't being channeled. Um, but if it is, it could cause the opposite. It could be healing. It could be the remission that you've been waiting for. Um, mm. It could be uh, all of this new inspiration in this area if you're really able to get there um, as far as not being overreactive to the new forces that are coming upon you. Mm. Um, so, yeah it's it's kind of about honoring um honoring the shape of space time that you're in and again and it's such a feminine art form in that because it is it's innately receiving you know it's uh it's listening it's it's saying i can't um be bigger than that of which i am in you know yeah but i can be a part of it intentionally in the best way that i can um yeah it's funny because you tell us all these things like you've given us a roadmap to you, which is pretty cool because like I, we've talked about this concept of like giving your partner um, a fucking clue, a fucking user's manual to like <laughs> what you like, what gets you off, what turns you off, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And like if you listen, when people talk about their astrology, you can kind of like hear these things. And that's where like it allows, I think for me, it allowed me to like let go because... 
you all we can do is like trust trust each other and but at this and like i can keep the bigger perspective of like yo she's you know going through a saturn return in the seventh house of relationships and if she thinks it's not with us like i mean what am i gonna do to convince you otherwise but i yeah. i kind of know it is so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely um can you know too much though well, I definitely, I, I've been, mm. I've had mom, multiple <laughs> moments of, yeah, I know too much. I know way too much. And can you sidestep something you know? Like, can you be like, all right, this is saying that I'm going to. Well, I think what she's saying is the way to sidestep things is to um, not have an overreactiveness to whatever's coming your way. Well, and to honor it and um, yeah, use that energy, like not to be in denial that it's existing, you know, and to know that there's good and bad. I, again, I hate, I don't know why I'm using those very limited small words, but there's just a multitude of expressions for everything, Mm. you know? So it's like you're limitless in the limitation as well. And those are the, that's the maze out, you know? Mm. Yeah. And there's no like concrete truth of how something is going to express itself. No. You know, you can't be like, you are going to self-sabotage in this way exactly. like you, you don't know what's going to change and how even having the information that you self-sabotage could maybe allow you to sidestep some of the ways that well, you that's the portal to self-forgiveness is like oh okay this is a, this is a pattern playing out i know and you know about that pattern so it probably helps you surf those waves a little easier totally and there's more tenser um feelings and uh scenarios of that pattern um and there's also like really uh, expansive you know mm-hmm. shapes of that pattern and uh yeah i guess i'm just with my saturn return really coming in i guess saturn is about limitations as well coming into my own limitations and trying to figure out how to feel empowered by them you know yeah so it's uh, completely inappropriate when i reflect back to you what i think limitations that you're bringing to the table are Ooh. um well, because it's like, you know, you and I have gotten into it a couple of times and it's like, I'm not proud of the things I say or anything like that. But then you sometimes reflect back to me like, yo, kind of like, thanks. I needed that a little bit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is my worst kind of behavior. Well, it's your <laughs> karma to like cast judgment on what Mare's going through. Yeah. It's her karma, how she receives what judgments you cast on her. So like yeah. if she, she can hear what you say, appreciate it and reflect it and reflect on it and not accept it as her truth or see what hits her and what hits in the places that it's supposed to hit. But it's, it's not necessarily that like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, that's how I think about it is like, everyone's perfect, especially since it's all kind of like predetermined in a lot of ways. And if you can't get hip to that, you know, the things that you hate about your mom or your dad or whatever it is like, that's their their path yeah they're on a they're on a a very particular karmic path and purpose that a lot that puts them in a position where they relate to people and treat people a certain way and it's for your growth in some way that they're going to relate to you in that way and if you can kind of just like step into that way of being you can roll with it in a more fun way probably yeah yeah, yeah, embracing contrast because contrast is really what helps us grow and what helps us expand. And it's the same thing when I'm talking about like doomsday charts. Like the most, everybody that I meet that has more angles and more contrast in their life is more interesting because they have more information. Yeah, you know, they have more relativity, and more relativity means a more holistic picture, and a more holistic picture is always a more loving picture. You know, right? Um, 
it's changed my life. Like, I don't know. I feel like I may have, I've probably said this a bunch before, but like accepting even, and you've allowed me to see Sean in a way that like has, and myself and, and yourself in a way that's like allowed me to appreciate the things that I maybe don't like, like appreciate the sharp tongue or the reactivity or the burning of it down or, you know, and be like, oh, I mean, like I could try to change this, but that is such a fool's errand. Well, yeah. And understanding too, like if everybody was like, you know, trying to do the right thing and not step out of the bounds, like nothing would get done. And I don't mean yeah. to seem like a capitalistic, like <laughs> in a productive yeah. manner, but seriously, like Energy in a productive, like moved. ethereal, metaphysical manner, like yeah. consciousness wouldn't expand. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> we need the people that are doing the wrong thing and that are always like stepping out of the bounds. And I've noticed this recently too. Um, especially after going through my progress chart and finding out all of the Libra energy, I'm such a contrarian just naturally. Like I'm listening to the radio, I'm listening to anything and the innate reactivity in my head is always to do the other. And I think it is just an energy that's asking to be like, but see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to hate it about myself and I'm like, oh, it's just like, it's trying to get me to not pinhole into an idea. Cause it does, I agree with most of the people that I'm like, no, what, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. say the other yeah. thing, you know, but it's like. You yeah. know, it's it's funny. I, th- I think of Gail. She's she's done this thing where she's you know someone has had this story and she's like, I don't consent to your story about yeah. me. And I think or you, about yourself. Yeah. Yeah, but I think and it, it reminds me because like you and you and I can get in a dance where I'm like playing the role of your mother or authoritarian because yeah. I'm like the person who like knows what's going on yeah. and I'm gonna tell you what's going on. <laughs> you're and grounded. You're on. the grounded one in the group. Yeah. Like you're the earth yeah. energy in the group. So yeah. like yeah. yeah. So sometimes I'm like, okay, we have these masks or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, yeah. and you just get like flooded and overwhelmed because of what you've been through. Yeah. And I just have to be like, I have to dance with that and be like mindful of you and what triggers you, but also realize like just because you see me as an authoritarian doesn't actually mean that I am an authoritarian. Right. And that, that or that you need to change it or that like, you're not supposed right. to exist. Cause the reality is like you kind of are, but you are supposed to exist that way. Yeah. You know, just like I'm kind of like the opposite. Yeah. I'm supposed to for tell no people. reason. Like I'm, you know, I like to do what people tell me to not to do, you know? Yeah. Like, and I'm, so does she. <laughs> Wait, what? That's the crazy thing. Yeah. You are a wild woman. She's got Uranus in the sixth house. She's yeah. got some of me in. <laughs> <laughs> when you're both acting wild, holy shit. He's like, I'm over this feminine chaos. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, God bless you. Well, God bless me. I mean, come on. You guys, I don't know what your overlap is, but it's wild. It's in... Uh, fire and fire leo leo yeah well yeah and i think that that kind of speaks to like when you take out your your flamethrower and start burning down your life and like you're sparing us kind of like you're burning everything around us but i'm getting a little like oh uh." you're getting a little tinge i'm like should i get my flamethrower and then i before i know it i have mine and i'm like oh you think yours fucking works (laughs) (laughs) i'll fucking make you never want to talk to me again uh, yeah, is that not funny? I'm laughing. See, and mine is even like you guys. Are, you guys are painting me different than I am. I don't. No, act, I it's not fair because my flamethrower is internal. No, I, I know. just leave. When okay? you remind <laughs> me of that, that's my worst. I do, I'm just. I fly away sometimes. I have fucking wings on my heels. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. When you remind me of that, it makes me feel a lot better. You know, where you're like, like yo, when have I said anything mean to you about yourself? It, it, whatever you think <laughs> I'm putting you guys through, it ain't you guys. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm you. beating myself up. I'm not even thinking about you know, that kind of stuff. That actually makes me feel a lot better. And also, honestly, knowing how much we love each other, like, is like, helps me, um, 
just stay a little bit more grounded in any given thing. Well, whatever, you, whatever storm is coming, it's Also, fine. you know you can't take it for granted. If Mare has little wings on her booties, she might fly away, and so you might as well appreciate her while well, she's well, here. Th- that's become the new practice. <laughs> I can't believe you're hanging out with us every time. <laughs> I'm like, wow, cool. Bonus time. <laughs> Bonus level. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can be flighty. <clears throat> Well, that, that's what that's what killed me when, when you took off. I felt like I'm like, do you feel like you beat the game? Because like, man, did we leave on a high? Holy shit, we were having the fucking like best nights of our life. We had this show going, all this stuff, and then I was just like, yo, Mare's gone. What the fuck? Made me, you know, of course, self conscious. But when you remind me about who you are and everything, I can roll with it. I want to roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. I love you guys. I have so much fun. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm always laughing. Like, I laugh so hard when we're hanging out. Yeah. We have, like, similar sensibilities. We have completely different paths to get there, completely different speeds at which we operate often. But somehow, there's this magic space where we can recognize each other and recognize the r- and, and appreciate the reflection and also just, you know, when I met you, I was like, oh, fuck, we're on the level together, you know? Yeah. And that's, like... That's hard to come by. It is kind of hard to come by, you know, where you can, I mean, in similar sensibilities and and taking this thing seriously or not so seriously is like when you meet someone where you can kind of (laughs) roll on a similar wave, like, don't take that for granted. Yeah. 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 No, I, I like... The re- yeah, the rumination on relationships and what it is to be responsible. That's the other annoying idea that's been going on in my head a bunch. And what it is to be responsible <laughs> in different realms. And how people have different senses of responsibilities. And I just got really freaked out. And I think being alone for as long as I've been alone, uh, it's just a weird fear body response that feels like a a control thing when I feel out of control, you know, when my story feels out of control. Yeah. Um, cause the one thing I've always been able to do is leave in spite mm-hmm. of people trying to get me not to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't love it, but at the same time too, like we're so connected. I'm not even that far away when I go, you know, I like still I feel you guys in my no, apartment. I'm like, it's the age of Aquarius y'all. Like <laughs> space is good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape us i can't yeah escape the further us. you go the closer we get somehow literally <laughs> time doesn't exist anymore space doesn't exist anymore yeah we're just connected and i'm like great okay <laughs> yeah definitely we're infiltrating the dream space <laughs> yeah yeah no that's i mean uh, and, and that's like you know, my my panic moment is like, okay, you're leaving and like, I'm going to give you space to do that. You should definitely do that. But like, do you want me to like, is this a test? Like, should I like, I don't know. Like now I know. Now I know a, a little bit better how to behave if that's going down. But like in the, in the first time it's going down, I'm like, do I stop you right now? Or like, could I stop you? Should I like, should I not? Like, I don't, I like, I don't know how serious this is. I don't know how serious we're going to be about this, but I felt the same thing. Like you took off and I'm like, she's still here. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) fucking ridiculous. Where you're still here, but the fun parts are gone. Yeah. (laughs) You know, can't touch your soft body and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) 
They were really good at being my friend for a week. I we, would like, yeah, I like that A little credit where credit's due. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. credit. Yes, you only touched my underboob like once. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're good friends. Uh, that's the kind of friend I wanted to be. I could see if you, we could you, do it. <laughs> you guys were really good friends, for sure. I was more of a friend friend during that time, you know. The rules are a little looser for me. <laughs> I present innocent so I can get away with more. You definitely do. Like, I couldn't have gotten away with that. I would have run out of here so fast. It's like, oh, we're going to hang out as friends now, and I'm just going to fucking feel you up. Like, I it's fucking eighth feel grade. Her up. <laughs> I just grazed her underboob. <laughs> oh, man. Just well, because I was like, I know you're, I, I feel like human touch is important. And I was like, as a friend, yeah, I can offer you some healing, loving touches. <laughs> I, you know, in my mind, it was generous. Unlike <laughs> Cass, you're out of control. The funniest is when we tried to do um, a daime ceremony as friends and we're pulling cards the whole time. And it's just the devil, the devil, the devil. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know, is that Mare? I don't know what this Ooh. means. Like, is Mare the devil or something? And, and like, yeah, little did I know. Uh, it was more a reflection of what was going through your head and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the gates of matter. Yeah. Bound to the fleshly realm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, those were those days for sure. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah. We tried. Yeah, we, yeah, we tried. It was a valiant effort. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to be friends. It It was like cool. <laughs> I was like, I'm Cass in this for the long it every second. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was cool. I was, I was rolling cool. with we it. I tried my best. Yeah. No, um, I'm the one that goes crazy. I'm the one that loses my mind. I'm like, we're still gonna send each other songs. Like, this is fucking. We're playing <laughs> with fire right now. You know, like. Mm. Yeah, there is something like when you break up, you should probably like break up. But well, I've I've found out that this is a thing now that like people break up. And their shared playlists, they play games through it. We found out through someone else that this is a thing. I don't. It doesn't have a name yet or anything, but that's like one of the things. It's like, oh, we don't text anymore. We have each other blocked on social media, but we play this game on this playlist, you know? And yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's kind of what we were doing. And oh, I loved when you came over after, and Sean's like playing every like punk rock heartbreak oh, song. Epic. I was like, he. I was just Sour like, Mary. Gripes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was like, <laughs> You okay. leave such a bad taste. If, so I'm, if, if, if I'm not trying to romance this girl anymore, I'm going to start picking some stuff out of this punk bin, which I never touched when we were hanging out romantically. Well, cause he, so, but I think it opened up new portals well, somehow. Th- that's the thing is like, we, you're a raw song sometimes. And <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you're vulnerable and share that, that's like, that's the pathway to intimacy. So like, whether you like it or not, we're building intimacy with someone. You know what I mean? Like when you, because like when you play it all nice and you're like, okay, let's be friends and like not tell you how like you ripped the heart out of my chest and all this stuff, then it's, (laughs) (laughs) you're showing them when you, like when you fool them, you're fooling yourself because then they don't get to access the real version of you. And then you like are operating in this plane of egos and I don't know, Mm, seems like those masks thicken with time and like that's the stuff like that i was scared we we're gonna get beyond the point of no return i'm like man we, we like i said to you one of the times we were hanging out i'm like it's so weird we used to know each other so well like two weeks ago and now i'm like <laughs> <laughs> hi <laughs> and it, it's not even sex it's just like the <laughs> but kind of yeah yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just had to realize that too. You're like, that's how we relate. You know, it's just like, I guess that's how we relate. That's one of the things we do. That's fine. Yeah. I don't think you have to be apologetic. We don't have to have to realize that that's what I came this world to do because my North Node is in the house of sex. (laughs) Oh. Oh. And I have to embrace my destiny. Yeah. You came here to take it. Mm -hmm. So take it. (laughs) Take it easy, but take it. (laughs) Yes. Earl Bailey in the house. Yeah. Where are, yeah. where are where are our north nodes? Eighth house of death. Really? Which is interesting because it's the other house actually affiliated with sex too. Just I feel like it's a little bit more of like the more complex archetypal darker stuff with sex because it's Scorpio, the house of Scorpio. Yeah. Um, and really it brings in sex because it's talking about other people's resources and debt. And obviously when you're having sex with somebody, there's a lot of conversations about other people's resources going on. Just in a different way than the fifth house. The fifth house really is the house of children and creativity and also like uh, sex and play. It's Leo. It's it's a naturally Leo run house. So the things that Leo operates under. <clears throat> and then the seventh house is more about relations, but um, less about like the sex, sex part. But yeah, people with the North Node, if you're somebody with a North Node in your uh, eighth house, long life, long life ahead of you, mm-hmm. depending on the dignities, but usually... Um, and usually somebody that's quite obsessed with death and transfiguration, what it is to transform as it's scorpionic energy. So the karmic energy is sort of thrusting you towards trying to answer those deeper questions of the psyche. So having the North node in death doesn't mean you'll die sooner. It means you'll have to live longer and experience more yes. deaths while you live. Yes. Interesting. Cause I've experienced a lot of deaths in my life that are like more personal in nature, but wow. not physical in nature. Yeah, a lot. Cass, Cass really gets I like those, it though. You know. Me too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Me Good. too. I don't get that psychedelic. Um, like I just died a thousand deaths. Cass taps into that all the oh, time. Oh yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't get that on psychedelics. It's yeah. usually just like a pretty fucking good time. But when I think about it, <laughs> It is a death. <laughs> yeah, you do your own sojourn yeah. to the underworld. You have your own Persephone myth yeah. playing out, Cass, and your mental scape of anxieties. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's important. to. to, to I guess there's balance in everything. Like, everyone is going to have their dark areas, Definitely. the stuff that's more difficult for them, the stuff that's more triggering, the times of their life that are more triggering. Like, I think that there are different people who maybe in a, a period of uncertainty, especially around everything that's gone on in the pandemic or uh, everyone probably have a younger audience. It's like, okay, like a lot of uncertainty, a lot of still navigating the relationships they have with their parents, which we all may be do- doing for the rest of our lives. But you know, everyone goes through periods where it's like, yo, you can't get on with your parents, no matter how hard you try, you know, there's yeah. like a, a, a bullheadedness of conflict, you know, and it, sometimes people think it happens when you're a teenager, but it it doesn't, not necessarily it happens when you maybe step outside of who they want you to be. Right. And maybe they're also going through their own period of figuring out who, who they want to be. Right. And it may not line up with the relationship that you think that you're supposed to have in, in, in the context of the American nuclear family. Right. And then it's like, how do you then make, the most important in compassion to expand is to like, <clears throat> I guess the, those people, because those are the hardest people to, ex- 
because because they are such an extension of your identity yep. that it's hard mm-hmm. to extend compassion to those who represent you in yep. a way and who you are because yep. that's an, a, a version of forgiving yourself. Yep. And it's hard to forgive yourself because yeah. you want to change yourself and you feel like if you forgive yourself, yeah. then you're cutting yourself off from changing yourself. Totally. And you want you don't want to like accept the story as it is. You want to dance with the story and have um, free will, you know. And then it's like this conversation about all right, how much free will like. Do you need to set, tell Mare how it is so that she can step into her power? Is that part of your thing? Or is she going to step into her power whether or not you say something to her or not? And then how does that value you? Do you yeah. feel better after you say something and you feel like, okay, I exercise this and now she knows? Or do you feel worse and like, oh, fuck, now I have to live in regret and remorse? That's a conversation that like obviously only you can answer and it's probably a mix of both. But yeah, those are like definitely. the kind of dances that we're all doing, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes me feel better to hear me, myself say something is that like, hey, if this is on, I'm I'm trying to like it feels it, 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 it feels like this righteous <laughs> thing. Like I need to do this because it's like if this Ooh, is on, righteous, like, I love that word for you. Sorry. Continue. Going. Yeah. But th- <laughs> like this is how you work with a motherfucker like me. Like, you know, you give me the astrological roadmap. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to give you the fucking the Google map of my life. Like, yo. yeah. <laughs> Well, you are a night baby of a Sagittarius moon, and Sagittarius rules the ninth house of spiritual righteousness. Um, and my north node is in Sagittarius, and I find that that quality will come up in me as well sometimes. Right. And it's a relatable quality when it comes up in you, actually, when you like it's something that like I hear and I like even when I'm mad at you. No, I know. At me, That's what's you know? dangerous. Yeah, you like stay on the phone. I'm like. Dude, Mara, I hang up with him on him when he sounds like this. I was like, wow, that was like two hours and ten minutes till she hung up on me. That was pretty good. That's the fucking longest anyone stayed on this bull. World record. (laughs) I I get 15-second phone calls with Cass. I'm like, I'll answer when your tone changes. Yeah, and and she's she's sitting just like outside of, she's like up on the roof or in the stairwell or something. You know, I'm like, baby, come back to me. <laughs> once I finally Not get exactly. It, once I get there <laughs> yeah. is when you'll listen to me. Not exactly. <laughs> and you know what else? Don't even think about coming back. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Lose my number. Lose my fucking number. For real. Delete. Block me. You keep this going and there may not be coming back anymore. Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> oh, he got he tried to get me to apologize for something the other day, and I was like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that, but it was probably one of many things. Because normally you're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, I don't want to be the narrative that... But the thing is, it's so, it's so fun to pick on Sean because... Um, you yeah. do have a sharp tongue a little, you know what I mean? You're very expressive, but it's actually what is so beautiful and powerful about you is your ability to deduce information and express it. And what is happening in your mind when you're scared? Not everyone else is going to want to hear necessarily, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like such a beautiful thing. And like, I think for women like Mare and I who can like hold that energy and understand on a larger level what's happening like we can be like oh he's so mean but it's like it's not like you're being very vulnerable with us by sharing how you see the world and how you see us and we're strong enough in ourselves to like see that and be like Okay. I'll prove you wrong. Yeah, I'll yeah. prove you wrong. Like, all right. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Yeah, literally. You want to play? Yeah. No, no. That's what's dangerous. When I start getting that reflection, not just someone being like, sayonara, 
for good like when i start getting like oh you're gonna play around oh shit okay i'm gonna watch what i say (laughs) i want to be better i really do you know no you're good it's fine it's your perfect Uh. it's like and that's what's kind of been funny about um being in this relationship um is that like we keep having these like blowout moments the three of us and we come back stronger and laughing about it and that's like a quality that i've had in the relationship with sean for so long yeah that i'm like well that is (laughs) like at least for me, uh, That's, that takes fucking time to get to. That takes like usually takes time to get to, but it's the necessity vision. for a long, longer yeah. term way of relating with each other. Yeah, no matter is like okay, can we bounce back? Can we forgive? Right? Can we not like hold all the trauma of everything that we unleashed on each right. other and then punish each other? Because it's like that's not fun. Right? We have a list of <clears throat> things of wrongs that yeah. we're gonna like take out on each other at, at certain moments like no, no. like it's not, not like that way. like we want to like we want to just show up and have fun and and accept the infinite nature of sean and accept the infinite nature of mare and and not pigeonhole each other because we ourselves don't want to be pigeonholed right into like oh well that's just how Cass is going to relate and right. like this is what's annoying about you it's like no <clears throat> no more limiting beliefs Right, exactly. Um, And it's like, how do you, like, back to the conversation on limitations, like, knowing that um, a certain angle or a certain shape is limitless in its expression, Mm. right? And that um, Sean's sharp tongue is also his clear eye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's also what makes him great at the things, you know? You just really don't get one without the other, you know? Yeah. Um, It's the same thing, you know, with anything you could probably say negative about you know, all your, your brightness, like Like your brightness is, is like, whoa. But then if you ride it out, there's like, there's a balance to that somewhere, Yeah, Yeah, sometimes, which is just as beautiful. That's the thing. I think that's what we're trying to say. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, and it like, it'll come out in different ways. Cause really like when Sean's at his best, that frequency does come out. It's just, it just looks totally different. You know, right. It's still there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's still that thing. It's still that Mars on the tip of your tongue, you know? Yeah, I just need to channel it. I just need to focus right. it a little bit better. Like that—that's that's why, like Cass is saying, it could so easily become the butt of jokes because it's so the elephant in the room when it's happening. Right. It's just like, oh, Sean's on one right now. Yeah. Like there, nothing else could fucking <laughs> you know penetrate this energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like my mom, and it's it sucks because yeah. this is like the qualities about my mom that I don't like. I I just right. I love her so much, and just like she's just such a saint in so many ways. But the stuff I don't like about her is that shit is just like the whoa. Like I was scared of my mom. I don't right. I don't like why would I? And that's the shit I didn't like is that like I was scared of her. Waitresses were scared of her. Right. You know, like my dad was scared of her. Right. We were just like I don't want to be like that. That's a defense mechanism. Right. And uh, it's what I grew up around. Like. <clears throat> just dysfunction just yeah. dysfunction so I, I don't know it's a it's a miracle that i'm uh able to stay in relationships for a long time and like uh communicate sometimes stay friends with people after we break up you know what i mean like it's kind of a miracle considering uh yeah. the level of communication that i came from and, and still is in that house it still yeah. is like that well again it's like your ability your clear eye it's like your ability to be in really heavily contrasting situations and be able to see the other side where it could be. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. able to see a maze of limitation and then see that there was an exit and be like, why aren't people walking out? Yeah. You know, where a lot of people just get caught up in this maze. Mm. And that's your goal when you're telling someone, you know, you're uh, 
it's painful to get your limitations like pointed out to you or the ways right. that you're not showing yeah, up right totally. like yeah a, like honestly i I can't get that mad at you because while you're being mean to me, I'm like, okay, well, that's true, but I just don't want you to say it so many times. I'm like, I heard you the first time. Yeah, totally. It's weird because it's it's almost to yeah. me like like uh, like the outward expression of my compassion expanding because I think right. of the times in my life when I've been the meanest. Like, it's like when my dad's fucked up and I'm like the only one that's really like picking up on that narrative like he's really fucked up right now right. he's fucking self-medicating it's making everything here chaos no one's confronting him I will come out with the sharpest knives you've ever seen but right. once it's a family issue and other people might be treating him like that I'm his biggest advocate I'm like stop this man needs our help he needs our love you know what I mean I'm like I'm like yo and like if anyone else came at you with the same shit that I might have <laughs> I, I would be like fuck you I'm gonna cut your head off <laughs> Same thing with Yeah, like Beth. when I, we've gotten in a fight, Sean's like, you're on one. You got to check I'm yourself. Like, stop. Don't go so hard on her. Like, you know what I mean? Which has like happened once. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like me go hard on her? I'm like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, limitations and how to not be limited by them. <laughs> I mean, and I think there's also something to also realize like, yeah, you can decide whether you want to consent to how someone else behaves and, and how they express maybe their yeah. things. And, and you get to decide, like, is this, am I in a healthy relationship with them? Like, we can traverse the darkest waters and the brightest seas. And I'm just like, there's no doubt to me, like, there's love there. When, like, when you know it, when you're in a bubble of love, when you love someone, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to just, like, overthink your life and be like, well, this way that they treat me at this time between this... Day, time bullshit. of the month it's like no it's like we prioritize love we care about love love is the reason we're here when you get that special feeling with someone you don't just throw it away because your feelings got hurt at right. least at least someone like me doesn't totally. i like it because i feel like if i was with someone who didn't tell me how it is sometimes i would be so bored out of my fucking mind yeah absolutely well, Absolutely. you know, it's a joke, too, because as I'm doing it, like to me, I'm like, OK, all the limitations on this being the best thing ever are mayor right now. Yeah. And here's the things. And as yeah. I'm saying them, I'm like, those are my limitations. Her uh, acting a certain way in a certain situation that I'm, I'm just expressing like a fucking I'm hitting a wall it's not anything you're doing I'm like I need to transcend that I need to not fucking buy into that illusion that like you're doing something that's preventing me from f fully flourishing in a moment or right. us f fully coming off some way like right. who gives a fuck we are who we are so right. clearly right you know right so I mean I do get it I do learn you know well that's where all you can meet someone with is spacious awareness right and see them compassionately and let them like <clears throat> their your karma is how you react like I'm embarrassed how I react like I fucking break things break stuff <laughs> she does and then yeah. I get triggered when I see that broken thing like three days later right um, I just think back to that moment where I'm like you couldn't control yourself mm. I pushed you to the edge and you just couldn't feels good yeah it does yeah. I've never done it yeah I've never done it. Well, Cass thank is, God. Cass is throwing glasses <laughs> against the wall. She's torn down. I haven't it. done it's that like, in like seven years. It mean, was a dramatic day. Yeah, I mean, you, you've you've thrown everything there can be I thrown. I try not to. I try to make minimal damage while making maximum impact. Yeah, I punched <laughs> a lot of walls. Damn. Well, that scares me. Considering we need your hands for guitar playing and tattooing. Yeah, and... my knuckles are just like permanent blue. They're so cute. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
Well, uh, this was fucking uh, crazy. Uh, if you're down to do a little more, we can get more, a little bit more personal and funny. Is it yeah. possible? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll do an afterglow show. That, I think it would be really funny because we have we have just some funny, uh, more personal stories that we don't want to represent us till the end of time on YouTube, but on the Patreon, who gives a fuck? You know? Yeah. Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. Join us for the rest of this conversation. It's going to get a little more sexy. Thanks for joining us. Oh, oh. Mowgli, sing with us. <laughs> Mowgli gonna do it? No, he's sleeping. <laughs> this fucker. He he was uh, camera shy this episode. Peace, love, and magic.